This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to Main Attraction. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show, and he's ready to elect a president, Ryan Nelson. Justin, I'm glad Greg is feeling good, especially after a night of dancing with an old confused man and drinking things that aren't supposed to be drank. But he was still feeling good. He was still feeling good. But doesn't want to get addicted to cocaine as well. Yeah, he doesn't want to get addicted to cocaine. Yeah, it was a good Greg. It was a good episode for a lot of people in this one. Uh, Greg had a good night. Uh, a lot of people had a good night, but Greg, Greg, Greg really had an interesting night to say the least. So, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen, and making us part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the eighth episode of the final season of Succession, titled "America Decides" on HBO and HBO Max. If you are new or a regular and like more access to the show, visit our Patreon page and become a patron of the Main Attraction Podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash the Main Attraction Podcast and you can get Patreon-only content. You can support us at a 3 5 10 or $20 level. And when you join up, we'll shout you out here on the show. If you want ad-free access to podcast, any level of being a Patreon supporter will get the show ad-free. There are other benefits as well. Just You don't just get the show ad-free. You get bonus episodes. You get to occasionally pick an episode of things that we cover. So there are other benefits out there as well. And if you you go at the ten or twenty dollar level. You can even join a little group chat that we have. Then you can discuss things directly with us. So there's all different kinds of things out there for you if you are a member of our Patreon group. If you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five-star rating, and if you have time, you can write us a review while you're there over on Apple Podcast. We're really trying to get to 200 review, uh, ratings, not necessarily 200 reviews, but 200 ratings on Apple Podcasts. So if you could help us out, if you're listening, just scroll on down on Apple and uh, click the five stars. You can do that on Spotify too. Uh, it would help us out there as well. So, any place that you can rate us, we would really appreciate it. So, uh, but also, if you'd like to interact with the show, you can send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. We would really appreciate any comments or feedback that you might want to leave, any questions you might have, or just suggestions on things we might w- you might want us to cover. So, we would love to hear all those on our email at mainattractionpod at gmail.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the eighth episode of Succession that we are covering, and it was quite a doozy, so let's just kind of get some overall thoughts before we get into specifics. Overall thoughts on this one. You used the correct word to quote the great Ned Ryerson from Groundhog's Day. This was a doozy. (laughs) Yes, it was. Uh, Jesse Armstrong, I want you, you need to pay for my therapy bills and my Xanax, (laughs) because this felt like PTSD yeah. and uh, the fear of what we might see in 2024. Yeah. Uh, there had to, there was, there was a lot of that. I can't imagine. I actually, uh, in the middle of this episode, I went on Twitter just to see the reaction, which I normally don't do. Uh, Cause I'm right. focused, but I was just curious and it was all of us like, Oh God, this is going to happen to the United <laughs> States. Isn't it? And I was like, yeah, uh, it was, it was absolutely frightening. 
Shout out Kieran Culkin as Roman Roy. I haven't hated a character that much in a long time. Yeah. Roman is becoming the villain of the show. That Roman was exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Kendall, Kendall, Kendall is. We're going to talk about Kendall. Kendall is going through some stuff in this one. But yeah. I, I think. I don't. I'm not going to say that Kendall is right there as the, the, the true villain of this. I think he's just more in this one. He's just more reacting to the fact that Shiv has basically betrayed them, yeah, and he's now finding right. out. I think that I think that's more of what is happening yeah. with him. But I think you're 100 correct. Or a show of just completely horrible people, in which that's very there's almost no likable characters in the entire show. Yeah. For Roman to have emerged and established himself as the actual villain of the show, that's yeah. saying something. That is saying a lot, and. and it just, man, it just hits me every time you mention this is the eighth. We only have two episodes yeah. left. I'm sad, but man, they are going out on a hot streak. They, they have killed it this season. Yeah, they have. They have. They've really killed this episode. I mean, this season. And they've and they've killed democracy in my heart. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know it's this episode. Look, the entire show is cynical. I mean, there's there's no question yeah. about it. Uh, Jesse Armstrong. I mean, just his You're sick. Well, he just has a. I mean, his view of American politics and just. I mean, he he's pretty much socialist for the most part. So he's going to have a very cynical view of capitalism, and that's you know this is yeah. what he's doing. He is giving his satirical take on capitalism. And, and there is satirical. Let's mention yeah. that. There is a lot of humor in here. Oh, yeah. There's a ton of humor. This one, I laughed as much yeah. in this one as I probably have laughed in any other episode. I mean, that very first opening moment when Tom and Greg are talking, Greg says, well, I, I feel good. I, mean, I, was, yeah. I was like, that's one of the biggest oh laughs I've God. had. Uh, but this, like I said, he's so he's been cynical throughout this entire show when dealing with his family. But this episode, it was really hitting hard on the cynical vibes. I mean, yeah. just the just the way that this election is is playing out, and the fact that you know you got the this issue in Wisconsin where they uh, apparently somebody like firebombed an election yeah. center or something like that, where all the uh, the ballots are being kept, and you know this is the type of thing that you know scares you as an American citizen because. It's the rhetoric around politics in our country has just ramped up so much and it's gotten so toxic. And we've been damn close to this actually happening. Yeah, we have. So this is, like I said, this is the type of thing that, you know, just really kind of worries you and scares you. And yeah. for him to, like, put it out there and, like, say, you know, this is what was happening on election night, it's, it's a type of thing you could see happening you know in a oh, year yeah. and a half when we elect another president or uh, when joe biden goes up yeah. for your election looks like it's going to probably be donald trump again how did we get here lord <laughs> so, like I said, we have two 80 year olds i know how I know. anyway anyway like i said uh like it's it it is a scary thing to to think about because like it got bad at the end of the 2020 election and it really feels yes, like it's only going to be worse at the 2024 <laughs> election. Uh, so like I said, it's just that is the hard. That's the part about this that just makes this thing so incredibly intense. And the other thing that's uh, that makes this just so incredibly difficult to deal with. And like I said, this is where the cynical part comes in because he's painting this like. You know the people who are having have this great amount of influence over how we view these elections and the way that we actually see them and the way that we think they end up turning out. The people who are calling these things and the people who are doing this in, in this show, 
they're not doing it because of what is actually taking place. They're doing it because of what they want in terms right. of their own financial freedom and their own financial success. Right. And that, like, that's the real cynicism of this is because, yeah, I do believe Shiv does hate Minkin and think that he's going to like turn the country into a fascist dictatorship and all this type of stuff. I, I think she truly right. believes that. But she's also doing this because she wants the deal to go she wants the deal to go through and and Jimenez won't block it so that's yeah. a big part of why she's doing it i mean it's so incredibly just like horrible to like just think like this is this might actually be happening in in fox news and cnn and msnbc and all yeah. those places like that's a really Absolutely. scary thought it is it is a really really scary thought Thank you, Jesse. We needed this reminder. <laughs> so, and then that's kind of where we are. Now, we've talked about this throughout the course of of this season. You know, Shiv kind of had she – got, she got thrown down really hard, and she's kind of been on the rise ever since, up until mm -hmm. this last episode where the, – the episode seven where she finds out that Madsen's numbers are pretty wonky and that might end up – hurting her she gets thrown down really hard here roman has been on a cold streak the entire time and basically yeah he's forcing himself into a win he's just he's just yeah. being a bully and is like i know the only way i can get anything out of this is if if the guy who i have aligned myself with minkin if he ends up winning this presidency that's how i get back up on top and he's just going to bully everybody in his way and he that's is. what he does and he does it extremely well. Like I said, I haven't hated a character. And the trailer for next week, he looks even worse. Yes, he looks horrible in the next tra in the trailer for the next one. Yeah, so it's uh, it's frightening. Masterful work from Kieran Culkin, uh, you know, playing a, a character so despicable right. that makes Logan Roy look friendly. And look, here's the thing. I know a lot of people are going to say like Shiv and 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 Roman are the ones who like just stand out in this. To me, though. The guy who stood out the most was Jeremy Strong, just because he yeah. is his understated presence. Because Roman and Chef, they are they are loud. They are they are putting yeah. on these big, huge performances. Jeremy Strong is putting on this really understated performance because he is really having he is really grappling with some stuff because of the way that because of what happened with his daughter in the previous episode right. and how this Raven uh, is it Ravenhead or Ravencough Ravenhead Ravenhead uh, this Ravenhead fan like pushed her down and he's dealing with that and he's starting to have to contemplate you know this is what I have done and this is how it's now affecting my family I'm now starting to get some real life consequences for the things that my father has done and for the things that I have done mm -hmm. I'm getting real life consequences and he's struggling with this and he is really really doing some stuff in this episode like i said i think people aren't going to appreciate his performance in this as much as they will roman and shivs but i thought jeremy strong just killed it this episode i agree with you and especially like you said at the end of the episode when he's talking to Shiv and he's like i'm a horrible father because mm -hmm. the whole time you really realize how much he's thinking about what has happened to his poor daughter right. because you know because of this so i thought that was a good reminder and you know he was trying to do the right thing by putting security on his family, which right. honestly is the right thing. Right. And, and it's just the way he goes about doing it, though. That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, he should have warned them the whole time, you know, but then, it, you know, it backfires where they're mad at him still. So, right. like, uh, you know, he, he was, you're right. He is very conflicted and a complicated character, but uh, Jeremy Strong, man, he may be crazy, but he's good. <laughs> yes, he is. He's, he's incredibly good. His methods might be a little much, but yes. they – 
the, the results. The methods are the methods are odd, and they grind on people to say the least. But it, the the performance is just unquestionable, in, in my opinion. So, and if you gladly <laughs> opinions on the way, the one who just released it out to me, uh, we also get actually. I think I think Greg, Greg I think Nicholas Braun had a really good episode. Yeah, he had a great episode. He look uh, look like I said, Nicholas Braun really showed up again in this one. Is Greg? Um, well, even the scene at the end where yeah. he's concerned about where the country is going and what's happening, like right. he it was a serious side to him. And then also, Greg again, his oh, there's no hatred between him and Matson likes him. I know Matson likes him. Sudden, I know the, a guy who actually hated it couldn't stand him when he first met him. Now all of a sudden, like Greg is like is like his right hand man in this thing is going forward. So uh, it's just. Sur- I mean, how crazy is that? Yeah, I know. Matson is getting advice from him. I know. Well, that's which is one of the most shocking things. I mean, for those of us who were kind of like maybe Greg can end up on top of this thing. <laughs> You know, we, we kind of get a little glimmer of hope here as we as we go towards the final two episodes. Uh, I will say his uh, his attempt at trying to to get in with Shiv did not work well. That, no, that didn't go well. It did not, and it really backfired on her on him big time when she brought him into yeah. that closet and was like, "Are you attracted to me?" And he's like, "Uh, what's going on here?" Oh, that and, was weird, man. Yeah, it was, and like when she finally like put it out there you know if you f me i'm going to uh i'm going to like yeah. kill you basically is what she ends up saying uh like i said just this episode just it just like i said it just demonstrates just how horrible all of this stuff around our election is it just yeah. goes to show just how little you know in a, especially in a close look when, it, when the election's not close like back in 1988 when uh George H. W. Bush ended up winning in a landslide. You know, it. it yeah. There's not much that people go. I mean, the, the votes were just way too, way too in one favor of one candidate. Right. But when the votes are close, like it was in uh, 2016, like it was in 2000, uh, when it, those really close elections, you know, the way that it is covered does have a does have an impact on the way that it ends up shaking out. I mean, so there's right. Like I said, so that is just a. It's just so. Excuse me. It's just such a it's a scary thing. It's a mind blowing thing when you start to really think about what's mm-hmm. actually going on and all these news networks and how they're actually covering things. Uh, like I said, I'll be really interested to see what they because I really feel like they've only got two episodes left. But I feel like this decision to call Wisconsin for for Minkin has to come back to bite them, and they've only got two episodes left to do it. Yeah, and next week's the funeral. Next week is the funeral. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine. Maybe something at the end of that episode. But I bet you that could be the fall of this company on that last episode. Yeah, it it wouldn't surprise me if that if they 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 start kind of putting some seeds out there. Uh, Darwin, uh, fantastic episode of him by Adam uh, Godley. Godley, Adam Godley, very good. But like he looked very upset and he left. Right. So I wonder if he's not up to something. Yeah, here's the thing. Adam got uh Adam Godley's playing Darwin, who is supposed to be like the main political prognosticator for, yeah. for ATN. And he is trying to he look He's taking because basically what happens is because everybody knows that that's what his job is. He's the guy who like is ultimately responsible for making these calls and for understanding how the elections work and all this type of stuff. 
it's his name that is going to be run through mud yeah. if this thing right. just goes backwards. So he's really wanting this to be prefaced, you know, yes, we're calling Wisconsin. Yes, we're calling the election. But please be understand that, you know, there's going to be there's going to be legal battles. There's going to be all these different things out there that could end up turning this completely the other direction. And basically, Tom isn't wanting to hear it. He's not wanting to do. Right. He's not wanting to give him the time of day on that. He just wants to do what is best for his viewers because he doesn't even want to run the Wisconsin stuff throughout this. And look, Tom has kind of a moment here where has some moments here where he's kind of becoming a villain himself, to say the least. He, yeah, he did. Like uh, you know, he didn't want to do the Wisconsin stuff when it was really coming out that it was the. Uh, you know, Minkins people that had right. done it. And he was like ignoring it. Yeah. And there were, there were several little moments like that and him and Shiv getting into it that, and that was crazy. And then like, he was done with Shiv. Yeah. I don't, his reaction to her telling him that she was pregnant. She finally comes forward and says that I'm pregnant, that you're the father. His reaction was weird. I mean, brutal. Well, that's there. They have, hurt each other so much and she has hurt him because my wife was like how damaged is that man that that's his first thought is she's lying just to hurt him more right and that that was and like i said but when she kind of walks away i I didn't really know if he believed her i don't know if he's i don't know if he still does yeah i know it's it's hard to figure out and it was interesting that she went to kendall and said, "You need to protect me from Tom. We right. can't trust him." And Kendall like goes on, go goes after Tom. A yeah, later. real quick. I mean, he goes after him yeah. real quick. That was a a, a very fast one eighty that he did on Tom. Yeah. But yeah, it's like I said, there was some interesting moments by 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 Tom. This look, let's be honest, he's he's on coke in this. I mean, yes. Uh, I- Yes, that that was a hilarious scene. Yeah, the the scene where they actually pull out the cocaine and like he closes the door and they're like, "Hey, we're going to the board and we're looking yeah, at some numbers." We're just <laughs> cleaning it. Yeah. Uh, then Greg didn't want to do Nothing the coke. Suspicious here about cleaning this board. <laughs> yeah, and then Greg doesn't want to do the coke, and Tom's like, "You did coke yeah. last night, but you want to do it with me?" And Greg's worried about becoming addicted. Well, and see what happens. Greg spills wasabi and Lacroix, <laughs> uh, right. lemon Lacroix, in someone's eye because of it. Yeah, the wasabi scene was just absolutely fantastic because they want they want they want darwin to go on to yeah on to on and explain all this type of stuff and they he ends up getting wasabi in his eyes and that's just absolutely hilarious funny about that scene you could see greg doing something in the background right and i and i and i even said to my wife kim i was like what is greg doing and i was i think oh i think he's eating but obviously he was spilling the wasabi all right exactly you know, when you're doing cocaine and you have bodega sushi, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. that, that could happen, man. Bodega sushi, not good for you. No, it's, it's typically not the place where you want to get your sushi from. So no. uh, <laughs> uh, I'm not an eater of sushi at all. So <laughs> I definitely would not want to get it from a bodega of all places. But, yeah, so a lot of stuff going on there. Let's kind of get into some of the election night stuff. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so there are some other interesting things that happen in this. Let's talk about some of the stuff that's not quite the forefront. We haven't talked about Connor yet. And Connor, uh, yeah. <laughs> Alan Ruck just oh, continues to amaze and just continues yeah. to make 
become one of my favorite characters of, of know, all man. time. Um, so he's still, he's still, you know, kind of like trying to figure out a way to like make his make bid for a an ambassadorship should should Jared yeah. Minkin win. I mean, he's still coming up with these with these little slogans. I can't remember like yeah, put me I in a van either, to Pakistan or something like that. Right, uh, yeah. I can't remember. Like I said, I'm just I, I love Connor Ruck, he, Connor he I'm got, sorry, Alan Ruck. He got Slovenia, right? Wasn't that I think he got he Slovenia. Was, yeah, I think that's yeah. I think that's what. So it, the funny thing was at the beginning of the episode, like Minkin is furious because Connor right. is pu- pushing the election towards Jimenez, and right. I was like. The con had saving democracy, but they didn't. No, they, they didn't. did not pull Kentucky. They did not pull and Kentucky. So, and then Connor starts off with his, his concession speech. Yes. America. Very normal. Very good. And then just gets weird. America, just you flunked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, but you're going to have to suckle from someone else's teeth. Yes, I know. Uh, like, what? Yeah, he got weird. and but the con heads, they they still may be coming. Who knows? They may be coming. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, when when he started kind of going off the rails, I was like, yeah, uh, he's going off the rails. This is yeah. fantastic. I, I love and then this. Sweet Willow, man, what is great? The the best supportive partner on that's the right. show, Willow. Uh, you gotta love her. Yeah, you do. You absolutely have to love her. I I, I love Connor. I love Willow. They they yeah. just they make yeah. me smile every time that they are on uh, screen. So. Uh, but like I said, just great stuff from 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 Alan Ruck and, and Connor this episode. I I, I I can't wait to see how they end up finishing off this this I series know. for the for these two. Uh, but like I said, so the election night stuff. It's interesting. Uh, we, I was asking who Daniel was last week because I wasn't really sure who Nate yeah. was talking about. So Daniel was was Jimenez. I, that's who I knew. Right, I knew right, Jimenez. Right. Yeah. Uh, real interesting here, like. How do you see this like shaping out for for all of these people? Because, like I said, some pretty big stuff happens here. Because you've got Roman who has so hitched his wagon to to Minkin that he's basically putting all of his eggs in, in that basket. You've got Shiv who is putting all of her eggs in the basket of of uh, Madsen, and you got Kendall who is just kind of reacting to everything. Yeah. I, how all do you see this playing out for all the, for all three of the kids? I honestly. I'm with you. I think this is going to backfire. This is going to be the downfall. Yeah. So, uh, I definitely think Roman's in trouble. Yeah. Look, he's he's riding high right now. Well, Kendall, too. Kendall, I mean, he's the CEO with him. So, they're both making a decision. Uh, I got to think this backfires. You know, is there a chance that, you know, they've called the election and, and that's not correct? Right. Oh, I think that's going to be. I think that's definitely going to end up becoming be, being the case. I yeah. just don't know how they're going. To, like I said, I just don't know how they're going to get to that point by the right. time we get to the tenth episode because we got a few right. now. Look, here's the thing: when we saw the preview for episode three at the end of episode two, uh, they were all the only thing they were showing was they were showing stuff about a wedding. They were there was no hint whatsoever that we were getting. Logan, uh, Logan's death in that episode. There was nothing uh-huh. to hint that. So, I mean, we got nothing but funeral scenes in the preview for next week. They could go a completely different direction with with next week's episode. Yeah, yeah well, look, well, right. I'm sure we're obviously we're going to get a funeral. There's no question about that. Yeah. And, and nice to see James Cromwell, who has been listed as a guest <laughs> yes. star in every episode, is finally seen. He's finally and, seen, and, yes. And get, and get, get to make his... Uh, his presence, which I know will be angry. Yes, I know it will be very angry. Look, here's the thing. I think next week is next week's episode is the episode to watch because yeah, 
this is what HBO does. HBO does like the big explosive stuff always happens in mm-hmm. the penultimate episode, and then they just kind of wrap it all up in 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 the yeah. finale. So well, I, the finale is an hour and a half. Oh, is it really? I haven't even looked at yeah. that yet. So uh, at least I'll be out of school then. So. Yeah, I know. I thought <laughs> so that too. I can, I can, I can stay up a little bit well, later. It's Memorial Day because I was thinking. Oh, that's that. right. Yeah. I work oh it's memorial day yay <laughs> yay all right we don't have to worry about getting up so uh but yeah so that is that is gonna be interesting i haven't even thought about that uh yeah i'm like i said i don't know how this plays out for look i think roman's gonna fall hard i, I really feel like I he's gonna crash hard i think he's gonna crash harder than anybody just based off what they've yeah. done to his character in this one yeah I, th- I think you're right and you know when you're co-CEOs, you got to think Kendall's going down with them. Yeah, I know, but I, there's a part of me that wonders if Kendall's going to try to do something to walk this back. Oh, because I think he already, you may be right on that, because Kendall was making moves. Which, so I could see him doing something. Yeah, for sure. look, look, I feel like they're all going to fall. I feel like that's very much the case because. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Shiv is Shiv just made too many mistakes in this one. I mean, look, she's kind mm-hmm. of a, she's a little bit of a sympathetic character because she gets treated horribly by Tom. Roman is just an absolute butthole to her the entire time. <laughs> right. Uh, but she makes Roman a lot- was. Well, let me say something else about Roman. Go ahead. But, I mean, she just makes too many mistakes. I mean, the fact that she's continues to align herself with Matson, even though she knows that the Indian numbers are just completely made up and false. And the fact that she goes in after Kendall says, you know, can you talk to Jimenez and see if he can kind of get on board with the shutting this deal down. And she goes in and she's faking the phone call. That was just uh, an incredibly dumb move on her part. It was. Yeah. Uh, like I said, so um, is as sympathetic as a character she can be in this one, it's hard to sympathize with her too much because she just makes so many mistakes. Yeah. And I was going to say, I couldn't believe how just awful Roman was to, to Kendall when Kendall was talking about his poor children yes. and Roman was like making fun of them. Right. He was. I mean, that's, and that's like I said, use their names and like, who cares? Right. I mean, he basically, Roman doesn't believe that any, any of this stuff matters. He, he's only looking at himself yeah. and just what it means for him. Yeah. And he, he wants this deal to, to fall through. And the only way that he can, he sees that that can be a possibility is if Minkin is the one who is the president at the time. He's the one that can end right. up blocking. There's a one, there's a part of me that wonders just because I, like I said, this was an incredibly cynical episode from, from Jesse Armstrong. And he has a cynical approach to this entire show. Mm-hmm. It makes me wonder if what they're going to do is if Roman being the just complete and total villain that he has kind of become in this thing, if he ends up, you know, winning out and getting what he wants. I mean, because like I said, that's an incredibly cynical viewpoint. And that's, if that ends up being the case, that's the most cynical way that you can go with the show. Justin, I'm knocking that down. You may be right. Because like I said, I mean, that's that may be right. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if that's the the way that this, uh, could- especially the way he's been playing Logan, like just being awful. You may be on to something, sir. It wouldn't surprise me. Just because, like I said, I mean, as yeah. cynical as yeah. it, it, the the way you the way you continue down that road is to give it to the person who has been the absolute worst. And look, right. Logan Roy was a horrible, horrible person. And yeah, he stepped he on and screwed over his whoever it was that he needed to to get what he wanted. And that like I said, that makes me I still kinda feel like they're gonna have everybody just kinda like fall flat on their faces, but 
if there's anybody who I think they end up like giving this entire thing to and kind of winning over everybody else, I think it ha- you go with Roman just because that is the most cynical approach to the entire show. I, I think you're right. I'm angry. I w- didn't come up with this uh, this this hot take. I'm angry about it, <laughs> but I will mock you for being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I said, I don't know if that's the way it's going to be. It's but well it's, thought out. It makes sense. And it is the most cynical way about this. And especially the way he's been acting, man. I, I honestly, you you have me convinced on this one. Yeah, I'm not 100 convinced myself, but like I said, it just well, it does. Uh, yeah, 100. But I, I I I'm leaning towards you now. I will have to see. I mean, we still got two more episodes, and and not, like I said, a lot I, can happen. A lot can happen, and but it's, they better wrap it up pretty quick. So, I I'm still at a loss for this entire four season arc has kind of been building towards this election because uh and that's kind of what they've been building towards so they've gotten there and now you know what's the fallout going to be uh roman just fascinates me at this point but like i said what we saw there at the end on the preview for next week it just fascinates me whatever they're going to do with that character well you know it's interesting too because um uh kieran culkin is now listed in the lead actor category for uh the emmys yeah so it's jeremy and, strong and the, oh i thought i didn't know jeremy strong was too yeah they both are all three of the kids are uh, listed in the lead uh, mm-hmm. okay yeah. i was gonna say you can see why especially him now because mm-hmm. he's having such a bigger part and had some really great episodes yeah they re they recategorized all three of the kids okay. for this one they recategorized shiv roman and kendall as leads uh, for for, for that, nominations that leads to matthew mcfadden he may be a lock for that for the supporting yeah i, I could see yeah. that being the case because he's he's killing as well, well as the scars guard too yeah yeah it's gonna be good yeah there's, there's gonna be there's gonna he look, be nominated look it's I, I feel bad for any other show that's trying to win emmys this I know, year because they're know. just not gonna do it yeah. uh i mean they're they're going to rack up all the emmys here in the final in the final yep. season of this thing so uh and it's just absolutely i mean they are they are killing it from start to finish i mean mm-hmm. i i don't know like i said i don't know how this show wraps up i don't know how they finish up episode nine episode ten uh the funeral should be interesting because this this family they don't do anything unless it's centered around their business i mean they don't stop to do anything yeah. so i mean and, and roman is giving a speech yeah and roman's giving a speech so that should be interesting as well uh it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a fun two episodes and i can't wait to see what they end up doing with it um and let's let lady lady uh collinwood uh is going to be there the mother yeah she'll be back and 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 their uncle uh who hates his brother is going to be there so yeah that's one that could be interesting that's another reason why i think that this the penultimate episode is going to be like the big one just because they're bringing a lot of people back for this one they're bringing james cromwell back they're bringing uh lady walker yeah they're bringing her back for for this episode uh it wouldn't surprise me if they bring i wouldn't be surprised if we see um what's his what's his name from who won the oscar um and was in season three, played in the pianist. Uh, oh, Adrian Brody. Yeah, Adrian Brody. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, be surprised yeah. if he ends up coming back for an episode. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you get the? Can you get? Uh, oh, uh, Southern Draw Lady. Uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they I end up getting her. her back too. Yeah. So, there's a lot of people. I didn't even see Marsha mm-hmm. in there. I mean, I'm sure. Me, I'm assuming Marsha's oh, going to yeah. be there as well. So, absolutely. So, that, like I said, it, I feel like it's going to be uh, a, a lot of folks that they're going to be bringing back for this one. So. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else you need to talk about, or are we ready to go into our awards? 
Uh, I think we're ready for the awards. I think we are too, so let's head to those. Here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we're covering a season of a television show, we like to give out three weekly awards. Up first is our Tyrion Lannister, which is our MVP for the week. Who are you going with for your MVP? So I'm picking someone we have not picked before for the Tyrion Lannister, and someone that might be our favorite character that we probably don't give enough credit to for his acting. And I'm going Nicholas Braun as Greg. Yeah, he's This good. was a really, really great episode for him. He was involved in so many scenes. And he even had to be serious at times. And also, he does such a good job of being somehow still likable yes. and funny. <laughs> he is a lot on his plate, and he pulls it off. Like I said, we probably don't give Nicholas Braun enough credit. Yeah, I'm with you in terms of just giving him not giving him enough credit. I'm not going with him as my Tyrion Lannister, as my MVP. I'm, I'm still going with Jeremy Strong as Kendall in this one. I just Like I said earlier in the episode, I just thought he his understated performance, because the other two siblings are, are basically at a 10 the entire time because of how yeah. loud they are, how intense they are, and just how much they are going at each other just the way that he just kind of flies under the radar throughout the uh, most of this episode i just think the way that he's so much more mm-hmm. understated i think there is a it was a very the fact that he is able to just be able to do that while every all this other chaos is going on around i just thought was a, a, was a brilliant performance by by jeremy oh, strong yeah. in this one so uh the agatha all along the best scene of the week what are you going with I'm going with the Tom and Greg cocaine scene. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. And it started off where Tom did not want the bodega sushi. Yes. And he has a fantastic line of, I want you gregging for me. That's right. You are busted down to Greg tonight. So, <laughs> it, and then, like you said, the cleaning of the board, all of that. It was it was just what succession does its, at, at its peak yeah. best of comedy. Yeah, that was a good scene as well. I, it's not the one I went with. The one I went with was that was a scene basically where Kendall discovers Shiv uh, didn't call Nate. Uh, and he basically understood, and that's when he realizes that yeah. that Shiv has been with has basically sided herself with Matson the entire time. Uh, that was just a really good scene. Just watching that all play out. And you know, let's just state it because I hadn't been said. Nate, that guy sucks. Yes, he does. He, he does suck. There's no question about that. So, uh, the if you come with the king, you best not miss. What's your best line for this week? Or is this a new tack one? Uh, I actually went with the timeline as well, but it's not that one. Uh, it's, it happens a little bit earlier in the episode. Uh, it's when he's talking to Greg. He says, information, Greg. It's like a bottle of fine wine. You store it, you hoard it, you save it for a special occasion, and then you smash someone's effing face in with it. <laughs> that was really good. There were two other lines I thought about. Uh, it's only spicy because, it, it, cause, because if my team wins, they're going to shoot the other team. That's right. That was a good and one. Then, and then also... Uh, Greg, later on, a lot of important people want to scream at you. To Tom at the end. <laughs> and well. I don't know why um, Madsen calling Greg a normalist really a normalist. made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. That was that was interesting as well. He also called him something else, like Greg something. I don't know. Uh, like yeah. He gave him a name or something like that. I can't remember yeah. when, when he was talking well, to was, You sure it wasn't the normalist? He's no, like, he, he said Greg something i don't remember uh because it like rhymed with his name or something like that uh but uh, i can't remember what it was but uh, yeah he yeah. Uh, just just the revelation of, of matt and actually liking greg right. was was know, quite man. the reveal so all right here on the main attraction podcast we have a five-tier rating system at the top of our list is the game of thrones beneath the game of thrones is a loss middle of the road force is friends beneath the friends is a full house and bottom of the barrel forest is baywatch uh, i'm assuming you're sticking at game of thrones Yes, we, yeah. and we are 
We're getting dang close to this. The name of this award True. changing. Yeah, we are. We're, we're, we'll definitely we're we're getting very close to that moment. So we'll just we'll we'll talk about. It and we'll just see what they do these yeah. last two episodes. So. Yeah. All right. Well, it's not like Game of Thrones nailed their last two episodes, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> so we'll just have to wait and see. So. Actually, the eighth episode, I wish it had ended there. Yeah, that be, that never would... mind. I'm not going to say people may now have watched. Yeah, I know. Let's, let's not do that. But... Happen the eighth episode. All right, uh, recommendation time. Uh, I'll just yeah. be real honest with you. I, I, I have nothing because I've not been able to watch anything this week All outside right. of what we got. So, uh, carry us on with I'll some recommendations. I'll give you three. So, uh, I mentioned on our last episode, the game of the uh, Gardens of the Galaxy, that I started watching Jury Duty, and I was waiting to see how it ended. That show is hilarious. It might be in my top ten for the year. Okay. It's on freebie. I can't I, – I understand – Excuse me. If you don't want to watch this because you do have to watch the ads because right. freebie is, I understand if you pay for all these services, like why would I watch one with the ads? Creative things I've ever seen. Right. It is about where they have convinced a guy that he's on a jury duty and it's a fake jury duty. <laughs> and he is uh, w- one of the, ju- the p- potential jurors is James Madsen. Right. Uh, the actor James playing Martin. him recommended enough. He's yeah, on Amazon Prime. It's fantastic. If you are between 40 and 60, you are going to love this movie. I think anybody was, especially like there's so much stuff from our childhood. If you were if alive in the 80s and mm-hmm. stuff. So it is so good. Ben Affleck, uh, Chris Tucker, Matt Damon. James. Yes. Really? Yes. I Jason Bateman. Man, it's so good. You're going to love Oh, Viola Davis as Michael Jordan's mom. Phenomenal. Shocking. Yeah. Viola Davis is <laughs> But it is so good. Uh, you will love it. Uh, definitely check it out. And the last thing I'll mention, here is a PSA. Heat is back on Netflix. I repeat, okay. Heat is back on Netflix. Yeah, I know. There's a bunch of stuff I need to watch. And right now, I'm just not in the point where I can yeah. watch much of anything. I basically come home from school, and I've got two meetings this week. Actually, I'm taking over the girls' soccer team at the school that I teach at. And we, oh, I've, got do, yeah, I've got to do tryouts on, Tuesday. <laughs> on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, there's an after-school meeting. So, like I said, I just come home, and I just crash when I get home. So We're all praying for Justin. Though. So, yeah, I'm just, trying to get, I'm just trying to get to May 24th. Once I get to May 24th, life will be good. So, You're uh, close. Yeah, I'm very close. I, I can taste it. I'm so darn yeah. <laughs> close to say the least so all right uh i guess that wraps us up for this week Is there anything else you want to add before we sign off appreciate everyone joining us and we will talk to you next time i will look at those same sentiments and as always until next time may all of your entertainment dreams come true